Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Francisco L. Borges and the Melville Charitable Trust. This show is an encore presentation of the Faith Middleton Fuchmoos. Hope you enjoy this second helping. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. It's great to have you joining the party on the Face Middleton Food Schmooze, inviting you to join us to eat, drink, and be merry. Oh, we're going to have a good time on this show. We have, we're going to talk about the universal, you know, grocery shopping is universal pretty much. And um, so what do you do when you are stressed, exhausted, have had a very busy day? Everybody has to whip up something fast depending on what's in the pantry, you know, what you can stop at the market and get. Your mind is blank. You're grabbing things off the shelf. We want to brainstorm with you. That's our job right here on the show. My treasured food buddies are here. Senior contributors, Chris Brosberry, Alex Province, Anthony Desario. Hey, everybody. Hey. hey, hey. All right. Let's get right to it. Robin Doyen Aiken, our senior producer, is joining us on the show as always. Robin, I'm going straight to you. Okay. You've got with the kids. kids. On the spot. Here you go. You've got kids. You've got... What, do you do something that is a really super fast, uh, throw it together, rummaging through the refrigerator or the pantry or stopping at the supermarket, what would you do? So aside from pasta, which is what everybody's got in their back pocket, I have to make a lot of kid food in my house because it's not just a matter of being quick. I have to make something that little people will actually eat. So the go-to in our house for these nights is pretzel chicken. We always have pretzels. We always have chicken breast. How do you Um, do it? Super simple. First, we smash up the pretzels. That's the kids' job. Fun job. They love that. I want that. Absolutely. (laughs) I do, too. Come all over that. Crush it right in the bag. The the kids think, especially my little one, my boy, Evan, he thinks that when I ask him for help with cooking, is wondering immediately, what ingredients am I going to get to smash? (laughs) And usually it's pretzels. I know a lot of people do panko, crusted chicken, and things like that, but my kids love pretzels, so that's my go-to. And you can even get gluten-free pretzels, which is fantastic. Okay, so... Evan smashes pretzels. He smashes pretzels. We put them in one of those shallow bowls, and we get our setup. We pound the chicken breast to make it a little thinner so that it will cook quicker. And if it's really fat, you can just slice through it horizontally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. A dip in the egg batter, a dip in the pretzels, and into the frying pan, which has some olive oil usually. Which has been heating. Yep. So does it get kind of golden brown on one side? It does. The chicken gets very crispy. And then after I really crisp it up, I put it in a baking sheet. I have the oven warming too. And after they're all kind of fried up and crispy, they're going to go into the oven for about 15 minutes. To Just to keep through. them warm? Yeah. To keep <laughs> them warm and to be sure everything's cooked yeah. through. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so and they're they very crunchy, and crispy salty. on the outside. <gasps> Yes. I would love it. Yeah. Wow. And what does that I get go kids. with? Mm, depends. Usually, again, kid food. So Macaroni it's like, cheese? yes, mac yeah. and cheese. I knew it. I love it. Plain stuff, rice. Uh-huh. Um, white food, I call it. Yeah, white food. 
That's a great idea. All right. I love love that that Mm. as a starter for this. We're doing how to throw it together. It's rush hour. You've had a hard day. What are we throwing together? Maybe you don't like to cook. You like to eat. So, Chris, you've got one? I get home late at night. I don't like to cook when I get home late at night. And I got this from my partner, Linda Juca. And it's what she used to feed her kids when they had. Yeah. And this is one of those things she used to feed her kids when there was nothing in the house to eat. You know, she didn't want to go grocery shopping. The kids are screaming hungry. And she turned me on to it. And now I do it for myself because it's so good and it's easy. All you have to do is keep a box of Ditalini pasta in your pantry. You know, there's those little tubes that are usually for soups. So you boil some water, throw the box in, some salt, and boil it and get it fully cooked. And then when you strain it, leave some of the liquid onto the side. So I usually strain it into a bowl, right? My strainer over a bowl, I collect the juice or the water that was in there. You put the pasta back in the pot with a little bit of the liquid. Which is dry now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with a little, maybe a ladle full of the cooking liquid. Whip in some butter and some American cheese slices. Mm. And if you want to make it tricked up, I've taken it a step further. And I keep those little cans of diced tomatoes those, oh, yeah. you know, in there, and I throw that in there too. And it makes the quickest, easiest mac and cheese on the planet. Oh, wow. She calls that's it a pastina. Good one. It's just so cheesy and good. And again, it's American cheese, so which you melts. can keep in your fridge forever. A little bit yeah. of butter and pasta. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Can my kids come over and eat at your place? Yeah, <laughs> except it's 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, it's, Let me, can I piggyback on yeah, you? Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, so one of the things I do is to uh, quickly boil some pasta and go and get, I only buy tuna that's packed in olive oil. Yeah. So I get a can of that tuna packed in olive oil and open it. When the pasta's cooked, put it in a bowl, drain. I dump the whole olive oil can with olive oil too right in there and I'll add a teeny bit of red sauce or I'll add a little piece of crushed garlic. And I always have jars of sliced Kalamata olives in my pantry, and I throw them in. Mix, mix, mix. I might put in a little bit of feta cheese. Anything that just seems like it would be a fun kind of tuna casserole. Mm. And there you go. You're all set. You could add, you could, you could add. Panko. Go ahead. And how long after? I was just thinking, that's like what? How many minutes after the pasta is boiled? The whole thing takes 10 minutes. Yeah, but take the pasta out of it. What is it, two? Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, I mean, like if the pasta boiled simple. in two minutes, you just see that's yeah. the kind of cooking. So I have to balance yeah. out the carbohydrates. <laughs> yes. you guys. What is your uh, so I love exhausted so end of lentils the day. are so delicious and so like good for you. They're so easy to make. So it's one part lentils mm-hmm. to two parts water. I throw in like a whole clove of garlic. You don't even yep. need to peel it, Chris. You can do an onion if you want, a bay leaf, a little salt and pepper. You mean you're you're boiling the lentils? Well, yeah. just rinse yeah. the lentils, put them in a saucepan, add double the amount of water bring it up to a boil and then reduce to simmer and cook it like 25 minutes with garlic garlic an onion carrot a bay leaf salt pepper and just a a drizzle of olive oil and surprisingly it comes out tasting so rich and delicious Mm -hmm. and it's a way if you don't want to eat meat one night and 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 lentils everyone has them in their pantry high you know in iron and nutrients and so satisfying it's almost meaty oh that sounds simple simple you know what i'm thinking i'm thinking oh my god i always have the palacios brand of Chorizo, chorizo, as the Spanish would say. And I chop it up into cubes or thin slices, and I'm thinking, wouldn't that be amazing to toss into your lentil soup? And there would be... In in Spain, you would add morcilla, the blood sausage that's very similar, and, and a little bit of cumin. 
which uh, adds like a little depth to it. And See, that I would tell make it very that, Spanish. Sh- that chorizo is my seasoning pack and yeah. things yeah. now. Because oh, I use it in everything. I just chop it up and I don't even sear it or anything. Like if I'm making a soup, I chop so, up a link, throw it in there. And that's like you don't have to add salt. You don't have to add pepper. Words, you don't have to add garlic. We're it's talking, all in there. This Palacios yeah. brand, it's already cooked. Yeah. Like getting a salami at the mm-hmm. store. You it's just cured, slice yeah. it. And, yep. and when you cook it, or boil it or fry it or whatever you do. I put it in my eggs. I put it in so many things. It releases its paprika oil. Yeah. This bright orange paprika oil. So imagine that in eggs or imagine. Can I do another one? That's actually where I would. Yeah, go ahead. That's actually where I was going to piggyback on you. As the bartender at 3 a.m. when you just get home. I take a potato, I throw that in the microwave for about like seven to ten minutes, and I just get it nice and soft, chop you it up. Punch holes in it. Punch holes into it, it and I just quarter it all up and then I get a frying pan out and I just I'll dice up like a hot dog or the chorizo if we have any of that and some eggs. And I, like, like the bartender's breakfast, like a big scramble, a <laughs> yeah, hash not even brown. Fancy, right? No, just, just throw it all in the pan together so it's like hot dogs and potatoes, potatoes and eggs maybe and a little an bit. Onion. Yeah, throw some onion in there, yeah. and maybe like a little bit of cilantro or parsley Sweet. in there. Just stir it all together, and then once the eggs are done, it's now done. that's three you know, a.m. That's food. almost <laughs> no, that is, that's almost like a frittata. And, and then yeah. go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. sleeping good. So what's no, that? Two thousand calories. Yeah, something like <laughs> that. But I already ran like five miles yeah. all night, so I just kind of did it backwards. <laughs> he pours beer and yeah. kava yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, a little so. Newcastle brown on top. Be beautiful. Maybe some ice cream. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, I'm a huge fan of just throwing things into rice. Mm-hmm. So if I've got frozen peas in the freezer and some kind of Parmigiano Reggiano, I'll be grating mm-hmm. that. You know, anything and everything can go in there. Uh, chicken stock. And suddenly you've Peas. got kind of a rice yeah. soup, you know. Green beans. Yeah. And on that, you could. In a soup. Oh, you're doing yeah. a liquid. More so of a sometimes excess water. I do, sometimes I do excess water using the chicken stock. Yeah. You could use vegetable stock if you're a vegetarian. But, sure. you know, using a store-bought stock. Yeah. If I've got more time, I'm going to the supermarket and throwing in my freezer chicken wings. Ooh. I say to them, oh, yeah. I the, want... Yep packages really? of your chicken wings do you have any necks for the do you have collagen any anything? and, yeah. and thing, right? i take store-bought stock chicken stock and i put it on the stove and i throw in chicken wings and i sure. let that simmer for a while Fortified. that makes the most and sometimes some chopped carrots and celery the most unbelievable yeah. stock from store-bought stock yeah. Yeah. because of the, the fat and the bones leaching into that makes Heaven. astonishing chicken stock. And then, you know, you just put it in containers and toss it in the freezer. So I can take one of those out and then cook anything in it. My it's rice, great. peas, If you added anything. a pinch of saffron, you'd see, have almost like a paella, see, right? Think, yeah. It's a great idea. Absolutely. I never thought about that. Cheating, but and I, No, I think this is no the way. key to quick midweek meals or whatever is planning a little bit ahead and doing stuff like <laughs> that you know yeah. what my kid taught me is whenever you go for chinese takeout ask him for an extra quarter rice just ask him for an extra quarter <laughs> oh, rice and then that well, sits in like your you. fridge <laughs> no that sits in your fridge for days i saute a little bit of onion i throw in the rice yeah. right after i cook the onion maybe a little garlic and ginger i crack a whole egg in there mix it all so, up a egg cup, foo young yeah egg foo yeah. young or stir fried rice right and then you just hit it with a couple dashes of soy sauce some hot sauce and you have you know oh. vegetable stir fried rice you can put your frozen peas in there does anyone have rice for breakfast maybe it's a southern thing my oh. dad would take cooked rice 
rice like you have left yeah. over, put it in a saucepan with like milk, and then you add sugar and cinnamon, oh, and you make like rice. a porridge out of it, oh, like a yeah, rice pudding. Like they that, have it for breakfast in the Midwest. Well, you know, there That's are rice-based cereals that people used to eat as much as they ate oatmeal. Yeah, you yeah. know the so that's a it's good, a very sort of middle America sort of you know porridge, but it was so good, a lot of milk. It was so delicious. I noticed that a lot of what we're talking about is very carb centric. Yes, and I'm wondering how we do something that's a little less carb centric. In Salads. other words, let's Salads. say what about a sweet potato? Oh. Now that's carb centric, yeah. but it's healthy. Mm-hmm. At least that's what they tell us. So sweet potato poked all over with a fork or slit with a knife and then into the microwave. And then that is cooked 10 minutes, 15 minutes, let's say. Take it out. Now, what are we doing with it? Well, how can we make it interesting as a loaded potato that's Brown good for you? Brown sugar and marshmallows. Brown sugar and marshmallows. Boy, no. Take some of that chorizo sausage that you were talking about. Chop that up on top of it. Yeah. Butter. So put it, take your potato after you've microwaved it. Chop yep. it up. Put it in the frying pan with chorizo sausage and some other vegetables. And you have like a potato hash. Mm. Yeah. And oh, you don't even good. have to add the egg. You can leave it just like it is. Or I'll give you one that I love to tell people because this is what I do when I go over to people's houses and I'm cooking with them is clean out your vegetable drawer. Yeah. And yes. what's in there? <laughs> yeah. Old so carrots and old celery. Yes. So yeah. take your carrots but and it, celery. Can you use it if it looks really yes. bad. I don't well, mean it's mold. No, no. no, if it's just a little it wilty. Looks if it's really lamp, soft sure. and yes. wilty. Yes, yes. you yeah. can use it if it's soft, but not if it's moldy and Brown. icky. But if it just gets a little limp, totally use it. If it's the just, same color as the sweet potato, just don't do it. chop it all up, peel the carrot, chop the celery, throw it in a saute pan with a little olive oil, and just saute it up yeah. until it gets cooked through. And then you can season it with just a little salt and pepper and just eat it like that. Yeah. What do you mean? I'm going to eat a, the wilted vegetables? No, it's are... seared now. Now it got it's crispy. It's like mirepoix. Yes, mirepoix. but you know what? I love sautéed celery. Wait a minute. What, are we, what is this as a meal? It's a what? side dish for a meal. But okay. use your vegetables It's a good start for a meal. It's a good start for a meal. But listen, you, people we just let it rot. Soup there. You could make going? a soup out of we it. You could put it on toast or something. What I'm saying or is egg. just use it somewhere. Eggs. You usually end up throwing it away, don't you? Put it in your hot chocolate. <laughs> no, I get your point. These are usable, these vegetables. And certainly people are throwing that into soups. Yeah. You know, if you've got, you can take store-bought soup and doctor it. I find cans of store-bought soup pretty awful. But if you start doing things to them, putting the chicken wings in them, for instance, or doing that saute that Chris just described with or, the old yeah, adding week. more water to them to thin them a little bit and adding vegetables to it. A little wine. Yeah, a just little to get the garlic. Yeah, to bring uh, the sodium so, level down a little bit. You yeah. can make really good soup out of you it. Can. Well, and you add can. Add a can of beans. Yeah, add a can yeah. of beans. Anything to bring that sodium level down. So by adding more water and then more vegetables, you end up with double the soup. And so don't. Don't salt it until the end. If any. If If any. You probably don't need any. So if you have a lot of chicken breasts in your freezer, the obvious thing to do as we're talking about how to make these very fast five, ten minute dinners based on what's in your pantry, what's in the refrigerator, what can you grab in two minutes at the supermarket. That's the point of this segment. I always have chicken breasts in the freezer, and I just will throw a package, not even knowing what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> I have panko in the refrigerator, which are those very nice, yep. very light breadcrumbs. But sometimes I'll just grab potato chips. Say barbecue potato chips. Yeah, you could. And just and, eat the and chips? I, yes, and <laughs> I go to bed. <laughs> no, so that, so that I, I crush those up, just yeah. like Robin does with her kids with the pretzels, mm-hmm. and into the egg wash, and then with the 
potato chips and then into the oven and bake them. So we'd put that on a salad. Terrific. We would slice that chicken and then put it on a salad with a little squeeze of lemon. Healthy. That's good. So we're here to help you get a a weeknight meal together really fast. It's been so much fun doing this. This is one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) We should ask people on Facebook what they're doing. Yeah, too. What's their favorite? I'm sure people have great ideas. Yeah. And we'll get some more ideas, too. What's your low ingredient? Uh, You know, throw it together as fast as you can. I keep it in the pantry. What's in my freezer all the time that I can do so fast. Maybe you do it for the kids. Maybe you do it as a grown-up. Maybe you do it as your midnight snack like Anthony when he's coming home from work at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'll leave a name for a cardiologist. We want to hear from you on Facebook. Here's how you find us. Faith Middleton, Food Schmooze. That's where we are on Facebook. Okay, my friends, more mouth-watering conversation and fun ahead on the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze. I hope you will make a charitable contribution to Feed the Hungry. They need us. We're online now at foodschmooze.org, and we'll be right back. Beans and cornbread. Beans and cornbread had a fight. Beans and cornbread out of sight. Cornbread said, "Now that's all right. Beans me on the corn tomorrow night. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready tomorrow night. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready tomorrow night. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready tomorrow night. That's what beans said to cornbread." <laughs> okay. Love that, mean, that song. I'm just laughing. I mean, it's time for our wine tasting, or we already had a wine tasting. I don't know. I don't think so. No, we did not. But how many years have we heard that song? Love that. Song. Do you, you want to give as it old a, as the show? Yeah. Do you want to say how many years that is? Oh, it's well past fifteen. No, it's well past well, fifteen. 15 I think well. we're we're into. 17 now, 18 years. Unbelievable. Love that song. Okay, and Mm -hmm. we know um, little people and young at heart love it too. And so that's why we always have it on the show. And so we thought it'd be really fun to talk with you about instant dessert. I'm someone who goes out and buys desserts when people come over. And I think, how can I do something a little bit better? And also that doesn't cost a fortune. And we start talking about this here in the studio. We're going to brainstorm with you and come up with how you can do the simplest thing and have dessert. I am with my food buddies, Alex Province, wine broker from Hartford. We have Chris Brosberry, chef and co-owner of Metro Beast Restaurant in Simsbury, Connecticut, and Mark Raymond, wine broker from Weathersfield, and senior producer Robin Doyon Aiken. We are gonna start talking dessert. Mark, you are up. What do you, oh my goodness! What do you call it? This one. So I love. this one, I call I call this the Klondike Sunday, and how this came about is I think this should be Daniel's Klondike. It Sunday. is Daniel. So my little man, Daniel, he's twelve years old, and I see him in the kitchen the other evening, and he's putting a Klondike bar into a bowl. And I said, Daniel, what are you doing? He goes, Dad, I'm making a Sunday. He proceeds to add a dollop of dulce de leche. <laughs> Pour hot fudge over the top of it, oh, yeah. and then hit it with the whipped cream can. 
and he had himself a wasted Sunday. You know that and now exactly. I would be I would be really unimpressed if it was just like the typical classic Klondike, but this was a caramel pretzel Klondike. Oh, that's so he really good. stepped it up. Did you and get I'm your looking spoon at him like, did you get your spoon in? He's there? like, Dad, come Any on. Any pretzels on he top? He just can't that eat really these regular. They're good to me. Yes. You need so some broken good. pretzels on top. Oh, did yeah. you taste it? Did you taste I did. it? Yeah. Was it good? It was unbelievable. Would you make it yourself? Wow. So I said, make me one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, that's even better. Make and he yourself. did. <laughs> Hold on, Dad. Let me show you how. It's and done. then my wife gave me the eye, and she's like, "You are trying to lose weight, right?" That's probably a thousand calories. A thousand calories well worth. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Don't you think, Robin, that that is? I mean, I think that yeah. takes talent. For yeah, him to, I'm yeah. telling you, he, he like is playing with the flavors. Yeah, there. he is a creative. I think thinker. he's a food man. I think he is. Okay, <laughs> so here we go, Chris. You right. have one instant I got one. dessert. I got an instant dessert, and I make this one, and I got it from <laughs> Food Network magazine, and it is the easiest chocolate cake in the world, and it is a real chocolate cake, and it's made in minutes. Uh-huh. I know, Faith's one? like, what are you Wait talking about? No, it's just the one in the mug. Yes. And, oh, God. It is so good, oh, and it is so cheesy, and it is so fun. It's and cr- I'm telling you, when you make no. it, hot chocolate cake with ice cream on it is heaven. I, so oh, you ready? I yeah. love this thing. So, and maybe we can put it on the website. We'll link it over because it's a great recipe. Okay. It's flour, sugar, cocoa powder, egg, a little milk. A dash of oil, a couple drops of vanilla, and a pinch of salt, and you just take it and whisk it all together, and then pour it in a coffee mug. Now, do you have to grease the inside? No, you don't have to grease the mug at all. No, you just put it in the mug. And then you microwave it for about two minutes, depending on the strength of your microwave. Take it out, let it cool for a second, and you have an instant chocolate cake. Oh, and you can God. also eat it right out with a spoon. Right, uh, right out, out of the, the cup. Right oh, yeah. out of yeah. the cup. I put it in a bowl and put ice cream on it. How many servings? And then the ice cream. One cu- you does make it them one happen, at a time. Does it have wow. enough chocolate flavor? Yes. In other words. If you use good cocoa powder, it does. Uh-huh. <laughs> could you add some chocolate chips? You would could it totally mess add. It up? No, you could uh, add chocolate chips. To dark, it. dark, 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 yeah. so that it intensifies the chocolate flavor. So where did I? see this done the first time was at the Epcot Food and Wine Festival in Florida. Oh, my and God. And there's a chef. And, and this is a fancy kitchen, so there's no microwave. Keep and the mug. they roll in <laughs> the microwave from somewhere else. I don't know, maybe the break room? Because there's no microwave in this kitchen. I'm like, yeah. what the heck? Because all the chefs are cooking in this one big kitchen. And of course, you see that going on. You wow. got to go. He's like, oh, you want to try it? I'm like, sure. And he's making them individually right away and boom, dumping it and putting it on a plate and it's sending it out. <laughs> and we were just eating them. They were just so oh, good. Every yeah. two and minutes. Powder, powder sugar on top. Warm. Oh, warm. <laughs> when you think how you could play with that, I want to add dark chocolate chips. Yep. But you think about it, you could put a little teaspoon of espresso. Sure. A little cinnamon in there. Uh, chopped yes, nuts. Yes, Mexican yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Chop, yeah. Chopped you, walnuts. Yeah, a coconut. Oh, yeah. coconut. Shredded coconut. Oh, I yeah. mean, anything cayenne. in there. Yeah, Would cayenne. that be fun at the end of a dinner to come out with mugs on a tray for people? Seven. Yeah. Of their <laughs> co- dessert yeah. in a mug, in a coffee, an old fashioned coffee <laughs> mug. And Would that be From the start best? to finish, it literally takes minutes. Oh, and of course, my that. son you, would add a dollop of dulce de leche, of course, and some whipped fudge and whipped cream, and, and, and maybe <laughs> and break up a Klondike bar and sprinkle <laughs> would, it over the yeah, top. Yeah, he would just crash a Klond- <laughs> Klondike bar right on the top of it. Okay, so oh. this is a good way to start as we do these That's instant desserts. Okay, Robin, you don't have one for the kids, do you? By any chance? Well, I'd love to make. I call it like the um, bus stop dessert. So, like when my kids get off the bus and mm. they come home, oh, three forty-five, whatever good it is. Category. I like to start baking an apple 
about half an hour before they get off the bus. And they walk into the house. I love it. When they come Mm. home from school, they walk into the house and they're like, it smells awesome in here. And really all it is, (laughs) is I took an apple and I cut a little top off and I scooped a little bit out and I put some cinnamon sugar in the middle with some butter, maybe some... Peanut butter? No, no, um, no, regular butter. It ends up tasting like a little apple pie filling, but yeah. it's just a baked apple. Yeah. With walnuts? You ever put a little walnuts in oh. there? Some, sometimes nuts Pecan. for me. Oh, yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Raisins sometimes. Oh, yeah. that's great. And they just kind of love the smell of it more than anything else. That would be you're, like, you're making a dream childhood. I just want to tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. You're home happy to come from home. School mm. and smell. Oh, mm. smell I, I'm, I'm try anyway. I try. All right, Alex, do you have an instant? Well, you could walk to the freezer and take out Haagen Dazs and put some raspberries on a <laughs> well, bowl on can. top. Well, you can. Exactly. Do you do that? So at dinner parties, we'll do, you know, laugh, but we'll just take a really pretty bowl with a beautiful scoop of Haagen Dazs and some really fresh raspberries on top and nice spoon and it's so That's elegant yeah. and simple. wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Jacques Pepin will talk about that. I think in, in one of his Fast Food My Way books, he would talk about taking a, say, pound store-bought pound cake, mm. cutting it up in chunks, putting it in the bottom of a kind of Sunday oh, yeah. dish, and then on top, scoops of ice cream and berries. And I think he would drizzle, as I recall, drizzle a little liqueur Oh, over the top, idea. you oh, know, yeah. maybe a Cointreau or mm. whatever it might be. Absolutely. So I think that's... that's so I like you... that pound cake idea. So put that underneath the ice cream so it sort yeah. of catches the melting. And it melts in. Oh, that sounds well, good. Well, yeah, but yours sounds good too. And I want to do things like go and buy a package of ice creams on a stick, ones that I love, you know, chocolate-covered ice cream on a stick, and then pass those out on pretty plates, and everyone gets one, and you open them, and it's really fun. Mm. I think, I I mean, how how are you not to be delighted if you were guest at a party, and someone says, you know, here's your... Didn't you use oh, to God chase the ice cream truck? Oh, yes, yeah. I did. And I always like the ones with the chocolate $20 on the outside. at a time. <laughs> and no one ever says no to ice cream at no, the end of a yeah. meal. Like, no. Yeah. No, not at all. Everyone's in. So, so how about this? I always want to just do uh, some, you know, wonderful ice cream, ice cream that I like in a dish, and then get exquisite cookies, and then just put one or two, mm-hmm. squish them squish right in into the yeah. top of the ice cream, and that's it. I mean, those are wonderful things together. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm always being told that's just not fancy enough. Or oh, it's, it's so not, fancy. It's not gracious enough. We, we have these people. little ceramic bowls that we got at a Army surplus store. They're the old, like, Northwest Airlines Little, oh, yeah. little china bowls and it's so much fun we use them for ice cream but it's it, fun uh, it has you know it's sometimes just so old school there, northwest right? airline yeah. that's really fun <laughs> all right so i have one more and this one has to do with my crock pots oh it gets making uh, dessert in the crock pot come on all right come so on. you ready yeah. a pound of chocolate and three cups of cream and a little bit of your favorite brandy or wait a minute. Wait a like minute. chocolate soup. Hold on. No, wait. Right. A pound. A pound of chocolate, and you can use chips. You can use good chocolate, whatever you have, into the crock pot. Three cups of cream and a little glug of whatever your favorite booze for chocolate would be: brandy, like brandy cognac, chambord, whatever you want. Then set it on high. Let it go for about 10, 15, 20 minutes till it's all melted. Then set it on, keep warm, give it a big whisk. And then in bowls on the side, you put strawberries, you put pound oh, cake. Uh, and so fondue. Fa- chocolate fondue. Uh, chocolate fondue. Yeah. Yep. Oh, what a good and this idea. Can be, and this can be done ahead of time, too, and kept on warm, and it can stay there for hours. Oh, yeah. Because warm is 140, keeps the chocolate perfect. 
This is a brilliant idea. Yeah. And then and then think about all the things you can dip in there. Pretzels, oh. uh, marshmallows. Your hand. Uh, yeah, your hand. <laughs> and, and there's no, it's foolproof. Chicken. Yeah. Chicken. <laughs> Rotisserie chicken. Chocolate chicken. It's like mole. My mole. There are no rules here. No there rules. are none. American mole. Has anyone ever just, just taken excuse. a baguette and put a dark chocolate bar inside That's, a baguette? Wait, Faith, what's your yes. what's Faith's most famous? And people come up to me and say, "Is that really good?" Go ahead. What's it your is, most famous dessert you ever do? And people to ba- this day still talk about it. It's, it's the crazy. baguette. Yeah, with the chocolate and the sea salt. Oh. So you take a baguette, yeah, cut it lengthwise horizontally. I put a little bit of butter on, and then you put your chocolate, the bar pieces along it, and then you put it under the broiler, and it gets quite melty. Then you sprinkle sea salt on the top, and you can cut it you know, first, or you can cut it last and then divvy it up. People go insane over it, and you can put a top on it and make a sandwich. If you want, and the server to people. I cannot tell you how many people have come up to me on the street in the restaurant (laughs) when I'm at other restaurants. And people, that's the biggest question I get. Is that really good? And I'm like, oh my God, it's seriously good. It is seriously (laughs) delicious. I'm doing this tonight. Seriously delicious. Because you'd never even think that, would you? Yeah. But let me tell you something. I was saying to Mark, now we're getting into the zone of things I've never done, but I really want to. And one involves a device that Mark has, but one I want to do is a while ago, I was walking in, I was in Target, and I looked over and my head snapped around because Lay's had come out with its bags of special edition potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> What will yeah. stop that Faith in her tracks? That's the special list. They had, at that moment, dark chocolate-covered potato chips oh my with God. sea salt. Ooh. They had, and the next to them were dark chocolate-covered potato chips and had been sprinkled with um, crushed almonds. Did, Did you, you buy them all? She filled her cart. It's <laughs> like, they're not, I, they had no more I know, more I didn't get it because I was getting this other thing. But I, I was Can looking. we go back? No, no I thought to myself, you know while. what I want to do with those special edition chips? Scoop of ice cream in a pretty little dish oh, yeah. at, at dinner for friends with one chocolate potato chip on one side and one on the Ooh. other. Oh, yeah. And maybe then a little small bowl in the center if oh. you want extra. Who wouldn't love that? Oh, yeah. Mm. Now, That's to get back perfect. to the chocolate sandwich, because we're doing yeah. instant yeah. desserts here yeah. on the show. You can do what I just talked about with just slices of bread. Yeah, white bread. White bread. Or with wheat Just or put your chocolate on the Oatmeal. white bread, and then you could either fry it in butter in a pan, or you could put it under the broiler. But Mark has a device, and I'm trying to get him to use this device. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. The Toasty Tight. It's a, <laughs> That's the name? It's Yeah, Toasty Tight. Toasty Tight. So it's, it's, a, it's a round disc on two long sticks, and it's a, a metal sort of pocket yes. sandwich maker. And so you use it for grilled cheeses, but you could also just butter both sides of that bread, right? And then put in Ooh. a nice bar of chocolate, your favorite chocolate. Yes. Or, or chips. Or chips. And then seal that in, put that, that on the burner until so it crisps up on both sides. Yeah. you. I was going to say you have yeah. a chocolate croissant. That reminds me of Lori Mack. Remember? I put a little salt in there if I were you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember yeah. Lori Mack? She did this for us in studio once. She brought in oh, her yeah. waffle maker. Oh, yeah. And she made instant brownie mix. You know, the mix that you yeah. just put water, oil, whatever it is. And she put that in the waffle 
troublemaker. Oh, I love set it. Set it on and then ice cream on top. You know, it oh. was you know how you love ever. the crispy side of a brownie that's on yeah. the edge of the pan? Yeah. Because you've got, got that crispy I'm stuff I'm all going. about the corner pieces. You put it yeah. in your waffle iron. She had two waffle irons and she I was so crazy <laughs> over this that she said, I'm giving you a waffle iron. Yeah. <laughs> Just to do that Just in. To make I this. love it. Yeah. It, and it, is, it is a rave thing. Yeah. People, it's a crazy. That people go and people crazy. go crazy. That's a great dessert. And that's again, dessert. you could do it. You could do it ahead of time, yeah. and then at at dessert time, you just go in the kitchen, press a couple waffles, S- speaking, and you're done. Speaking of those brownies, UPS comes. Matt's not home. I open the box, and it's like this purple, like lid thing. So I'm like, okay, what is this for? So he comes home. He's like, oh, they shipped this brownie pan, but they just shipped the top. They didn't ship the brownie, the actual pan. So I'm like, why? What is it? And so he's like, it's a brownie pan that you only have corners. <laughs> so you pour the brownie oh, sure. mix in. And it's yeah. like a sigmoid sort of shape. And so then you, you only just get end the up edge. with Every brownie has an edge. Yeah. So then Some next, genius created next day that. UPS comes and now I have the, uh, now another top and bottom Did pan. Did you make it? No. So Seriously, you are the company in some kept kind sending of, us the wrong, like, this is like year Did you of the fire monkey. We haven't made them yet. <laughs> But he must really like the corners of, like, brownies. Well, well now you do. know what to do when you get home. Make some brownies. Wow. There you go. You know, instead of using butter for some of those, like, buttering the bread, imagine using that peanut oil we talked about a while ago. Yes, I oh, do. Oh, that's a great that, idea. Yeah, that was from that Oliver Farm in Georgia. Yeah, that's a fun. good idea. Give it, it's almost like also, a peanut oil. There's Sunday. no reason, if for people who are, have mm-hmm. to have issues about butter, there's no yeah. reason you can't do no, everything well, we described with mm-hmm. olive oil because chocolate and olive oil are fabulous together. Absolutely. Okay, we love the local. Please support your local food growers and food makers. For a podcast of the show, meaning we send it to you every week so you can listen on your schedule, go to foodschmooze.org. And we'll be right back with more instant dessert ideas. Are you down, did it down, did it down, did it down, down, down? Down, did it down, did it down, did it down, down, down? Everywhere I look at people's hands, thrown up in the air to help them dance. Come on, baby, catch me if you can. I know you don't have any other plans. Are you down, did it down, did it down, did it down, down, down? Down, did it down, did it down, did it down, down, down. This is the Food Schmooze Party, offering the richness of life and coming to you in Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and New York, including Westchester County, the east end of Long Island, and the Hamptons. The senior producer is Robin Doyon Aiken. To hear the show on WNPR, it airs Thursdays at 3 and Saturdays at noon. Podcasts and our curated recommendations are always online at foodschmooze.org. We've been talking about instant desserts on the show. We're going to keep going because we're having so much fun doing this. You can talk to us, too, about your ideas. If you have an instant dessert that you do, we'd like to know on Facebook. We want to talk with you right now. And that is Faith Middleton, Food Schmooze, on Facebook. I'm with Alex Province, Chris Brasberry, Robin Doyon Aiken, and Mark Raymond. 
and we are talking about instant desserts. Alex, you have one. Is this an Ina? Mm-hmm. This is one of our staples at home. So she uses uh, just puff pastry that Chris loves. You get out of the mm-hmm. freezer section at the grocery store, and then just uh, apples, and she slices the apples and puts some butter in and bakes it. And when you take it out of the oven, it's all crispy and fluffed so up. So apples, and... apples and butter mm-hmm. right on the raw square. You unfold She the... unfolds the puff pastry. She slices the apples, sprinkles it with sugar. Dots it. With dots it with butter, bakes it, and then she coats it with apricot jelly. At the end. At the end. So there's so much we could do with oh. puff pastry. I was thinking someday we'd do a whole show on puff pastry. I think, Robin, that I think you had mm-hmm. thought of that. I, right? am, oh, I am the fan of the Napoleon. Oh, yeah. I grew oh, up, yes. my father had a pastry shop. Is that with the was, cream? And That's with the cream, but oh. you know what you can do? A while ago, we did a beef tenderloin with blind-baked puff pastry, which yeah, is we did, oh, yeah. we did that right. for our holiday meal. Yep. Yeah. So you take squares of puff pastry and bake them off ahead of time. To make the filling as easy and quick as you can, pudding? you do pudding, uh-huh. instant yeah. pudding. Yeah. You do either the bake one on the stove, but that takes a little longer, or you just do the instant one where you just whip it. Oh, yeah. And then you take your puff pastry mm. and you cut a couple pieces, right, length or uh, yeah, horizontally. horizontally to separate the layers a little bit. And then you would just layer it. And then powdered sugar, yeah, and then powdered sugar on top, and then the fork, cr- yeah, just crashes crunches through, right through. Right through. And think about how oh, easy yeah. you could do that right before your dinner party. And this is an elegant dessert made in Wh- minutes. I'm, I'm seeing whipped cream. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Fanned maybe, up strawberries, maybe yeah. flavored whipped cream. Yeah, if you, you want to get really ooh, fancy ooh, with yeah. like a liqueur, you're thinking. Oh. Uh, yes. Let's now hack Chris's recipe. Mm-hmm. Is there something that we could do if we're not doing instant pudding where we could take Dark chocolate or semi-sweet chocolate of high quality. Oh, I got maybe idea. the chocolate chips and on the puff pastry, and the puff pastry would puff up around the chocolate chips, and it would be like almost eating a chocolate-covered donut. It's to my way of thinking. Yeah. Maybe some That's butter chocolate with the so. chocolate. Thinking ice cream, strawberry ice cream, chocolate yeah. ice cream, I, vanilla ice cream. The other thing mm-hmm. you can do too is that if you take puff pastry and cut circles out of them. And you bake them at a high temperature, right? They puff up, and you can actually make a little cup out of them. Once they cool a little bit, you just take a knife and you cut a hole out of the top, pull that out, and then you just sort of, with the knife, dig in there until you have this cylinder-like cup. Fill it with fresh fruit or chocolate. Whipped cream? Sure. Yeah. You can layer things in there. And that just makes a great presentation. And you get that crunchy stuff that's really good. I remember my mom taking really ripe bananas, you know, the kind that have sat on the counter maybe. Oh, yeah. You know, no one wants to eat them. Mm-hmm. She'd put them in a blender with milk and like a little teaspoon of sugar or something, and she would make these banana milkshakes. Just so simple and yeah. delicious. I really liked well, it. And I can't remember now. In somebody's cookbook, there was a recipe for doing these instant, what the cookbook author called energy balls. For kids when they came home from school, uh-huh. and it was chocolate and nuts mm. and oats, yeah. and there was no baking. Like honey? There might have been uh, dates or something in yeah. there, and you rolled it all up. And so it was, in a way, like an energy bar yeah. for but kids only in a ball and crispy on the outside. They'll eat anything and- ball-shaped. <laughs> Your kids? Oh, yeah. Anything <laughs> ball What about Rice Krispies? Oh, yeah. It's getting simpler than Rice, rice Krispies. Krispies. Treats with oh, my God. Oh, with marshmallows. Real ones made at home. Marshmallow? What is it? Yeah. Marshmallow and, and, and Rice Krispies. And margarine. And margarine, and yep. that's it. So yeah. would so, you remember once years ago, I talked about my chocolate baguette sandwich. It went kind of crazy. But at the time... 
I also talked about using regular saltines and putting chocolate on those mm-hmm. and baking them in the oven, yeah. and you would have a oh, wow. chocolate-covered mm. cracker saltine. Yeah. The saltine thing is thing. an instant kid, yeah. kids come yeah. home. Yeah. I've done something similar with matzos around Passover oh, sure. time. Yeah. Matzo candy really is nice. just a matzo cracker with chocolate, with chocolate drizzled all over it. Oh, that's yeah. a, that that's, is a good idea. Yep. How about the one from Jacques Torres? What's the best thing to eat in his pastry shop in New York? The chocolate chip cookies? No, the chocolate-covered Cheerios. Oh, I have not had those. He he figured out a way. For breakfast? He figured out a way (laughs) with with a tempering machine to actually perfectly coat Cheerios with really good chocolate, and they're like a Addictive. Oh, I'll uh, bet. Right? I'll and bet. how about I, that for envision like a it shooting TV through snack. a room and like a oh, yeah. like Willy Wonka like, sprays li, 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 from he, is, he is the yeah. modern day Willy Wonka. That <laughs> but, is for sure. He's got I, a bunch of Oompa Loompas yeah, to take care of all that. <laughs> but I tried to do, I tried to do, <laughs> when he did that, yep. I got it in my head that I should do cornflakes because I've got a couple gluten-free friends, and yeah, I thought yeah. I could do chocolate-covered cornflakes in clusters and clumps, yeah. clumps, and it would be yeah. cornflake kind of candy. And? Uh, so I did melted the chocolate yeah, and did yeah. the roll and the dollop on the thing and put it in the freezer and the and be more sitting at the table, <laughs> <laughs> you know, crunching on it. <laughs> That's absolutely horrible. Uh, (laughs) Like ruminating cows or something. (laughs) Nobody's talking. Nobody's saying anything. Everyone's just looking. Those are milk, please. Those are great, (laughs) Faith. It was so bad. Honestly, I was so disappointed. But there you go. This is an unending list of my failures. (laughs) That's what makes you. That's that's how you find those great things, though. (laughs) You've got to try new things and and branch out. I actually did create a candy yeah. after that that See? I really worked out because of that recipe. Oh, You're right. There you go. But more on that for another <laughs> show. Okay, Mark. My mother-in-law does this for the kids all the time when they're over. She'll take bananas that are, exp- yeah. you know, getting yeah. overripe, yep. or she'll take an apple and she'll just make a little fritter batter. She'll mm. whip it up. She'll have a little pan on the olive oil on the burner. I think it's almost like a pancake dough, and she just uh-huh. loads it up with fruit. Dumps them in there, and she makes these little fritters that are just unbelievable. She does it with vegetables, too. She does it with zucchini, sometimes with spinach, sometimes with Swiss chard. And she gets the kids to eat it, which is amazing. No but on the dessert side, she Most makes the banana fritters, she makes yeah. apple fritters Great all idea. year round. And it's not that hard, right? No, they, they because you, you get that fruit, then. you just don't want it to go bad, and yeah. it's getting super ripe. It's and got all that anything. sugar. Instant any desserts, yeah. that's our theme. If yeah. you have one, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about hacking things that exist. Talk to us on Facebook. We'd like to know. It's Faith Middleton Food Schmooze on Facebook. Is there a way that we could use... I'm sorry, but the biscuit dough in the refrigerator section in the tube in the tube can be wonderful. Yeah. So, is there a way to use that biscuit dough to do something dessert-like with it, other mm. than strawberries and cream? You no, know, because it comes out sure. in a triangle, or I mean, it doesn't have any sugar on it, so we'd no. have to add yeah. uh, maybe cinnamon sugar to it. Very is this where the though. apples yeah. go? It's, it comes you can make a peach flaky. cobbler, yeah. a canned peach cobbler, yeah, canned, canned fruit. Even canned, canned peaches yeah, would be canned great. Canned peaches are good. Mandarin yeah. orange sections. I used to drink the liquid out of the can. Oh, me maybe, too. Maybe slice them in half and put some nice fresh raspberry jam Ooh. in the middle. Oh, that's a good you know, Oh, like a, nice a Scottish little, scone. Yeah, that would scone. be a jelly donut. Yeah. 
That's very what good. What about if you fried it? Well, I think you can fry them. Right? Yeah. Can you fry yeah. them? I've done it. Try you that. can? I've never well, tried. What do you mean? Yeah. Fry the raw dough? Fry Have you, the raw dough. Can you do dough. it, Chris? I think you can. I remember having them at the restaurant on a holiday because someone brought them in for us. And I remember <laughs> one of my cooks throwing them in the fry later. No kidding. And wow. they puffed right up like a crow nut. You know this okay. is- <laughs> I'm going to do. I'm going to suggest something absolutely insane. This is like your idea with the Klondike bar and Daniel's <laughs> idea. What if you took something with the biscuit dough in the middle of it? You set a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, oh yeah. Break into the middle. And then you put it in the oven and the dough, whatever it yep. does around. This would be a fabulous. Yep. we got to do this as a Brush video. Brush it with some egg it. and some sugar. I like you it. You put a scoop of ice cream be? and fry it like the like Mexican it? fried ice cream. Oh, sure. We I wonder if we could wrap the uh, ice cream you know in Let's that dough. Okay, we need to get dough. Who's getting the biscuit dough? We need a fry later. I get it. I got one. You've got a bigger one. I don't think we want to deep fry it. Yeah, no, 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 we don't. Why not? I think we have to deep fry we Oreos. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm talking about putting it in the oven. Everything's I thought we were making it fair food. What's this oven you speak of? <laughs> yes. Fair food. Fair, I fair love food. That. That's a whole nother show. That That's means it. deep fry. And then we could put mm-hmm. it on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's At it. At a dinner party. Roll it in it Lipitor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love it. Is there a way to use popcorn is just fun. It's like the confetti mm. of dinner. Is oh, there yeah. a way that we could use popcorn to sprinkle around a plate of something for dessert? Wouldn't that be kind of fun? I did have a caramel corn as a garnish on top of a pumpkin cheesecake over the holidays. Oh. Oh, Was it good? It was great. I do like that idea. That's clever. So could you use caramel corn to put on just a bowl of ice cream? I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. You've never had Cracker Jacks on ice cream? I'm putting it on. I'm going to put it on a Klondike bar tonight. No, seriously. (laughs) Homemade Cracker Jacks. (laughs) No, forget homemade Cracker Jacks. You buy the box. You just want the prize. Yeah, you get the prize. I'm all over that. the peanuts. <laughs> so you have to widen Daniel's world. I know. I'm going to beat him today. I'm going to go home. I'm going to put caramel popcorn on it. And he's going to be like, whoa. Yeah. Dad, Mind blown. Whoa. Do Cracker Jacks outrageous. even exist? In yeah, oh, actually. Yeah. What do you mean? I bought a box the other where, day. Where do you find them? At Stop they? and Shop. I was at Stop and Shop. And you know what? I was walking down and I saw Cracker Jacks. What aisle are they, they were out. Uh, they were out on an end cap. Guess what it said? Prize There's a prize inside. inside. Nice. I just grabbed it for that. Now, did you find that it tastes different from when we were kids? Yeah, it tastes yeah. different. You really? know what? I, I still know. was the prize a tattoo. What did the they prize do? was a little sticker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what? I don't. I think... It was fun and nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> and then I ended up pouring the rest on top of ice cream. Okay, right. so it has the peanuts in what it. What was the prize? Though? A little bit. We of have nuts. to go outside right, right, this right. box now. All right. What can we do? We've done biscuits, we've done puff pastry, pound cake, we've done ice cream, we've done chocolate-covered potato chips, brownies in the waffle iron. We're talking about instant desserts. So if you've got an idea, we've talked about stuff for kids where Robin's doing baked apples from when they Mm -hmm. come home. I want to come home to her house. I know. When you you go to an Asian restaurant and you come back with like just plain white rice, so we'll take that, and you can oh, add a little milk to it, a little cinnamon, a little rice sugar. Pudding. Like, you know, the yeah. Indians might add, like, a, a little bit of cardamom, and, you know, you make this, like, you little do? rice pudding. You do. Instant, Instant rice pudding. Mm. Yeah, you can even fold it. I love it. it. You just heat it, it on the stove. Fold, fold in, in a couple egg yolks to make it creamy. Oh, to thicken Ooh. it up. Thicken it Because sure. you never eat that rice that you bring home. Free dessert. <laughs> I love that idea. 
What about pizza dough? We haven't done anything with pizza oh, dough. Oh, sure. That's a perfect I mean, not dessert the, pizza. Not the edge pizza. of a pizza that's or dirty eight, like the crust. No. Oh, yeah. Use oh, it, actually. Use it almost like a pie dough for a hand pie. Yeah. Right? Putting uh-huh. apples inside or peaches. My, and you just fold it I over. Fold it over and bake it. Fried bake dough. It. So it's a calzone. Well, so it's like dessert a calzone. Yeah. My favorite pizza dough recipe is the s'mores pizza in the brick oven. Oh, yeah. I love oh. it. In your brick oven. Yeah, Mark has in a brick my, oven. With the, grit, with the, with the uh, graham crackers and the chocolate and the marsh, mini Do you marshmallows. I forgot my favorite thing. I, I love to make, you know, the hard shell tacos you buy in the yeah. box. Oh, and the yeah, cigarette. yeah. <laughs> Soften the ice cream mm. out on the counter, fill it with vanilla ice cream, Ooh. drizzle with melted chocolate in the freezer, and the chocolate hardens, and then that we have these little taco holders that comes out, and every oh, week yeah. you put a row yeah. of them on the table, and everybody takes a, oh, a, a dessert taco. It's really, really fun. And that make-ahead kind of thing, easy. So if you do a taco party, yeah. I've done a taco yep. party with all the bowls. It's what simple. A great it's just idea. great. Thing. Then the last one is out come the chocolate-covered taco Tacos. shells. Oh, you can also fun. dip the shells in chocolate yeah, and freeze just the shells and then fill it up with whatever you want inside. Yeah. Any, kind, any kind of chocolate. Yeah. yeah, I like the taco shells. I love that idea. And they're inexpensive and you get them anywhere. Uh, You'd use Chris's idea where you get your chocolate warmed up in your crock pot and then you pour it over. and Keep it yeah. always on. Yeah. Keep a crock pot just keep full a crock of chocolate. That's <laughs> it. And then, you know, dessert like is having something in. You have three crock pots. One for the <laughs> slow roasted pork, one for your chocolate, and, and, one, and, for chili, and, and one for chili. And I just <laughs> happen to have three that interconnect. Wait, nice. I, just, I would like to really congratulate everyone on the show today as we did instant desserts for not once mentioning jello <laughs> <laughs> what happened to jello it's never coming back it's you know what hugs. i think happened it was the hooves <laughs> it's the hooves when the mad cow was around people became because of the it gelatin? started online and people said no, you know it's, all, it's from the on. cow's hooves That's and it's you could get co- mad no, cow from can't. the jello honestly it was one of those yeah. crazy internet things yeah. but i think it ruined jello mm-hmm. until yeah Somebody tried champagne jello and the jello company then mimicked it and did their own champagne jello and suddenly it took off. You again. get off, you get I over the see, hooks. I want to see the jello come back. It's like the stock market. When was the last time down. you saw a jello mold? Do we have, have we all grown up with jello yeah. molds? I have cookbooks with no. pictures. Much as I'd love to stay here for the rest of my life with all of you. <laughs> we are on WNPR Thursdays at 3, Saturdays at noon. Weekdays, listen for my 60-second food schmooze. And remember, never eat more than you can lift. In New Haven, I'm Faith Middleton. Hey, don't want the party to end? Well, neither do we. Talk with us anytime online at foodschmooze.org.